this is episode 86. It's called Where Do We Go Now? Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 86, as Avery said. Now, originally, it was called Where the Heck Do We Go Now? But Avery did not want to say the word heck. She said it was rude and that we do not say rude words. And I was like, right, we do not. We never, ever do. (laughs) So this episode is a teeny bit um, all over the place, much like much like your host, who would be me. I am Lisa Thornbury. I am Avery's mom. Avery is our 17-year-old daughter who has developmental disabilities and probably the best attitude of anyone I've ever met. She is a shining star, this one. So this episode is kind of a short one, but I just felt the need to clarify a few things. A few things about this podcast and also about me as its host, or I should say co-host actually, because Avery is the other half of this podcast, though let's keep it real. I do most of the blabbing over here. The A Very Bright Life podcast is based on Avery's life as a teenager with an intellectual disability, but also with a broader look at young adults with developmental disabilities and the families who adore them. Even though we're often over here going, what, what, what do we do? Are we doing this right? Like, I don't even know what the heck sorry, Avery, what to do next? Are we doing everything we can? Are we doing everything right? Are we? Oh, (laughs) it's time for my iron pill. Hold on a second. (laughs) You'd think I would know by now to turn off all of my alarms while I'm doing this. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like we're always asking ourselves, are we missing opportunities? Because I know I am. I've got my moments over here. And I also know, though, that all parents plan for their kids' futures, and we worry, and we feel out of control. But caring for a child who needs us more and and needs us longer, I think that puts us in a unique and often isolating sort of subset of the parenting population. So I have a few things to say about all of that and a few things to confess. So let's just jump right on in, shall we? Hey everyone, it's a very bright light. It sure is. Your life is so bright. I gotta wear shades. We are so happy that you're here with us. Let's do this thing. Okay, I am back. I've taken my mitt full of supplements, which include, literally, I have a handful of pills that I take throughout the day. And this last one was my iron pill and my cortisol because, oh, Shocker, my adrenal glands have given up on me. So I'm supplementing and it's working. So I feel like I'm on the mend. It's all good. Headed in the right direction, I think. So in the last episode, or maybe it was the one before that, it doesn't really matter. I was contemplating what this podcast is really about and who the intended audience is. Like, who am I talking to besides myself? I don't know. But I've been giving a lot of thought and I think I have finally come up with my elevator pitch. So This podcast is for all parents or caregivers of teens and young adults who have developmental disabilities. So this this space is where we offer support. And I say we, I'm including Avery, but it's predominantly me, you know. We offer support, advice, 
and also resource suggestions for families who are navigating this transition into adulthood, whatever that might look like. But even if you're raising younger kids, or if you have kids with different needs or complexities, you can still benefit from what we share here, I think. So this podcast is based on my personal experience as the parent of a child who has profound speech delay and intellectual disabilities, and how our family is navigating all of that and trying to figure out how to create a blueprint for how she's going to trans- transition from our home out, hopefully, into the community and then set her up for some form of independent living. I have no idea what that looks like yet, but this is where we are trying to, you know, get to. And even if you think it's too early to be thinking about that, because I thought it was much too early. I don't envision Avery ever leaving my nest, ever, ever, ever. But um, I have to face that reality. It's a tough one, but I thought it was too early, but I was speaking to a mom the other day who was saying that they've already started looking at group homes for their daughter, who's only a year older than Avery, because the wait list for some of these places is really long, like up to 15 years long. So what? So yeah, but I'm going to talk more about that another time because I can't, I can't even with that right now. But if you are raising a child with disabilities, there's definitely a lot of overlap within the disability parenting community. Like in addition to Avery's developmental disability, she also has some complex medical needs as well. And I do talk about those sometimes because her epilepsy and her heart issues and her hormone imbalances and things like that, they are definitely factors in how we plan for her future in terms of independent living. But I think for the most part, the focus here is intellectual disability and how it affects Avery's education and her life skill development and just her life plan in general. There are a ton of podcasts about disability out there now, but when I first started planning out this podcast, like years before I even pulled the trigger on it, there were barely any. So yeah, now there's there's a lot, which is really great if you are looking for support and information and community, but it's not so great if you want to stand out or create an audience, but it's fine. It'll be fine. Whenever you, okay, so if you go onto Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and you search for disability podcasts, the majority will be probably from a disabled adult's perspective or they'll focus on physical disabilities. And those are incredibly important. And I have listened to many and I have learned a lot from them. But I have decided to narrow my focus because I tend to kind of go off in many different directions so I can carve out our own niche. Some people say niche, that bothers me, (laughs) but it's okay. So I'm coming at this from a different perspective. So the one-liner for this would be, this is a podcast for parents who are raising teenagers with developmental disabilities. Bam. So that's it. That's the one-liner. And I do call myself a disability parent, even though, mm, I, I don't know, a year ago in this podcast, I said that I wouldn't do that because I was told that that ties our identity as a parent to our child's disability and that's not cool, yada, yada, yada. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm doing the best I can. I don't call myself a special needs parent anymore for obvious reasons. So 
I can't find anything else that represents who I am in terms of the space. So I'm going with disability parent, even though there are um, disabled adults who, who don't like that. They also say that we can be overbearing and that we can be pushy and kind of know-it-all-ish. And that's actually, that's fair. That's a fair point. Those parents do exist, but I hope I'm not one of them or I'm not one of them often. I'm definitely not know-it-all-ish because I don't know it all. In fact, I feel like I know nothing. I, and yeah, I have moments where I'm freaking out because I, f- I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the hell I'm doing most of the time. So anyway, the other day I was sitting on the couch um, watching Instagram reels and this one popped up and it was this mom and I'll put her link in the show notes. Her name is Moments of Joy podcast. That's not her actual name, obviously. And I didn't expect it, but I just, I burst into tears, like crying along with her. And uh, so in this video, she's sitting in her car and she's got her young son strapped into his car seat in the back. And she's just quietly crying. And of course, there's music over top of it, which is like, I'm always a sucker for the music. And Normally, I'm not really a big fan of people recording themselves crying for social media. When I'm crying, which is a lot lately, um, the last thing I think to do is grab my phone and film myself. So you're welcome because I'm a very ugly crier. But um, I I should probably clarify that I am crying more than usual, not because anything is wrong. Everything is quite delightful. It's more because I started... HRT. I don't know if if I've spoken about this before, but I'm an older lady. So I decided that it was time to supplement me hormones because I have zero along with my cortisol also in the toilet. Um, So it was going great. I was feeling pretty good. And then all hell broke loose and it turned out that I didn't have enough progesterone. And um, so things happened, things that weren't supposed to happen when you're my age. So we doubled my progesterone and lo and behold, it was way too high. So progesterone is the is the hormone responsible for like PMS. So take your regular PMS and then times that by infinity. And that's what I was, I was doing. My face broke out. I was just a lot of crying, a lot of tears. <laughs> so anyway, I think we have it balanced now and we're on the mend. So that's good. Why do you need to know this? You do not. But I just wanted to explain that I'm not crying because I'm sad. I was crying because I was imbalanced. Anyway, this mom's tears were totally for real and she was sharing them on purpose. So she was just trying to show that some days are really hard and scary and they can be really sad and overwhelming as a parent of a child with disabilities. So I messaged her to just thank her for being honest. And I told her that even though my child's older and we're kind of past those those baby days, it's still hard sometimes. And I wouldn't say it's harder than the, the toddler years or the in the hospital all the time years, but it's it, it's just hard in completely other ways, you know? And that's where I am right now because... Avery is turning 18 next year and it's really exciting and amazing and I'm grateful, but I am also shitting my pants because turning 18 means that 
she transitions out of all of her childhood services and supports, aka my comfort zone, and she's going to be switching doctors from like pediatric neurology and pediatric cardiology to like full on adult medical practices. So that's that's a bit unnerving, but and then in terms of her education, like in Avery's high school program which is called the community community pathways program here in Ontario, Canada, where we live. In that program, they stay in high school for an additional three years. So she'll graduate when she's 21. But I am not entirely confident that we have her in the right pathway. I'm questioning some choices that we have made or have missed, actually. I feel like I have, I don't know, I missed out on some valuable information somewhere along the way. And um, like, for example, she's doing co-op next year. So she's supposed to be taking these extra co-op prep courses. And she is not. And I don't know why. I don't know what happened there. So without getting into the whole rigmarole, because who cares? Um, Well, we care, but you don't need to care about it. But there are these, there's several different pathways within this program. And each pathway will sort of provide different skills and give give the students different opportunities when they graduate, depending on what skills they come out of high school with, if that makes sense. So she will not graduate from high school with a diploma. I know this, and that's totally fine. She doesn't need credit courses. Like if she wants to apply for like a CICE college program, which is a um, community integration, what the C-I-S-E, community integration through, what the fuck is it called? cooperative. No, it's not called CISE, C-I-C-E, Community Integration Something Cooperative Education. I don't know. Anyway, it's a college program for students who have developmental disabilities. And I actually heard about the program from another parent whose child is in, in the program right now. God, Lisa, get it together. Good Lord. Anyway, so I'm kind of living vicariously through them at this moment. But I also heard from another parent and like, is it just me or do we hear all the good stuff from other parents? It's not just me. We do. So she was telling me about this program from the University of Toronto that offers something similar, but it has one-on-one support. So how great is that? So it's meant to give students who couldn't otherwise attend college safely. It gives them the chance to experience college because damn it, our kids do deserve all the things. They deserve to go to college if that's what they want to do. Well, hello. I'm coming to you from the future. This is tomorrow. <laughs> Currently editing this episode. And while I was doing that, I was chatting with that mom that told me about this program. And uh, she told me that it's actually not offered through the university itself. It's through Community Living Mississauga. So I feel like unless you live in that region, you're S-O-L. But I don't know for sure. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out and see. Anyway, I thought I better pop that in there in case, you know, you take my advice, God forbid, and it's wrong. So yeah. All right. Let's jump right back into the episode, traveling back in time. (laughs) But yeah, post-secondary programs aside, for me, Avery's college experience is more about skill development and just giving her all the opportunities. So anyway, to the parents who have reached out to me in the past to say really, really kind things like, 
Lisa, you are so on it and you're so organized and you know what you're doing. Yet, no, I do not. I am not on it. I do not know what I'm doing. I'm just winging it over here for the most part. But I am trying to learn more and I'm trying to share what I'm learning so that families who are coming up behind us um, avoid the mistakes that I have made, that I am continuing to make, and also be so that they'll have as much information as possible. Like, I don't know why it is so friggin' hard to find resources and just figure out the steps. Like, can there not just be one central place where we could just go visit and learn how to do this? Uh, The information is out there, but it's, I feel like it's in silos. And the services and the organizations in those silos, they just don't communicate with each other or very well with parents. So we're all over here going, hello, what, what do we do? So this podcast is for you, whether you're the parent or the caregiver, because grandparents and older siblings or anyone caring for young people with developmental disabilities, we are all, we are all in this together and we're trying our best to prepare our teens and our young adults for the next stages of life, the next chapter, as they say. So on that note, I am not even going to get into the whole, like, where is she going to live and who is she going to live with when I'm gone discussion, because I can't. The topic gives me, it gives me stomach cramps. But I will say that I'm going to be talking about that quite a bit going forward, because I am in it. I'm in the thick of it, like doing the research and asking the questions and I'm attending all these online seminars and that kind of thing. So I'm going to report back with what I find because I think it's going to help other families who are looking for the same information. And I have to say, I definitely took one for the team in the last seminar that I went to the other night. Um, Let's just say it was a lot of promises and a lot of like, rah, let's do this. We've got you, you know, but there were zero takeaways. I'm a mom I need, who needs takeaways. I love me a takeaway. So it was more like, you know, sign up for my masterclass and then I will rock your world kind of deal. So that wasn't, I didn't feel like that was what I signed up for. But anyway, I came away from it like a little bit annoyed, not going to lie. But I also came away more resolved to figure this out and then openly share what I'm finding other parents are doing and what has worked for them and but also, you know, what to avoid and just how to do this because it's huge. Like this next chapter is a giant leap and I think if we have all the information we can make smart choices and uh it's just better to do it with friends, you know? So and then this weekend I'm going to this in-person accessibility conference and hopefully I'll find some some resources and some disability supports that we don't know about and I'll share them here and I'll put them over on the ever-growing resource page on our website, the A Very Bright Life website. Um, we've got quite a list going over there, which is good. It's funny because I had this conference listed as an inclusion fair. I don't know why I put that, but I put it into our family Google calendar like that for some reason. And Avery obviously saw it because she was said to me, um, mom, can I come with you to the fair? And I was like, what? And she's like, the fair on the weekend. Do you think they'll have rides? Will they have cotton candy? And are there clowns or anything? <laughs> I was like, I think you have this confused with a circus. So I'm pretty sure there won't be cotton candy, but also no clowns. So that's a positive. <laughs> okay, I will 
report back. I'm going to take extensive notes, which I will share with you because um, I'm trying to end this in a really profound way, but I, I really don't have anything. Um, yeah, we're all on this journey together. We're walking the same road, but there are different paths. That, oh, shut up, Lisa. That's ridiculous. Okay, I will be back next week and I will share what I learn. I'll share because I care. <laughs> That's so dumb. Hi, Mama. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. Are you getting excited about Halloween? I'm so excited. <laughs> and what are you dressing up as? Want to tell people? Uh, avocado. Oh my gosh, I cannot even wait for that. So you have some Halloween jokes for us. Yes, I do. Okay, hit it, ghoul. How do witches fly around? How do witches fly around? On their brooms. On their brooms. How do monsters travel? How do monsters travel? On a scare plane. How do skeletons get around? How do skeletons get around? They take a skelicopter. Love it. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks for listening. Your support means so much to us. So thank you for sharing the podcast and for cheering us on. It is amazing to see this bright, beautiful community growing in this way. If you have a question, an episode suggestion, or you just want to say hello, we would love to hear from you. So reach out on Instagram or send us an email. Or you can show off your techie prowess by leaving us an audio message by clicking the message button on the Spotify for Podcasters homepage. That link is in the show notes and on the podcast page on the A Very Bright Life website. If you liked what you heard today, please consider leaving us a review. More positive comments and five-star reviews nudge the algorithm to deliver this content to more ears. Thanks for listening, and we'll chat with you again soon.